So if you just rush that process and the first thing you're thinking about is money and you look at all of your you look at all of your relationships as if people are ATMs, then you've already got it backwards. You're listening to the Brandon Gems Podcast. A podcast that is not just interviews and conversations. It's to bring you guys the best of the best women in branding and business to answer this question. What are your top three valuable tips and lessons that you learned along the way? And then we discuss it. To feel your passion-filled lifestyle business, I promise to bring you the best of the best women in branding and business. And together, we can grow and learn from the extracted advice that they provide. I'm Peggy Bree, and let's get growing. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm really excited to share this episode with you. I I recorded this episode last year and it's still one of my favorite episodes and I really love that we dove into passions and whether passion and profit is connected. I think it's such an interesting topic because let's say your passion is knitting and you love doing it Does that mean that you have to make money for it? Is that your calling? So it's one of those discoveries and one of those processes that come from really discovering what you want to do. And if you don't want to, if you decide that entrepreneurship is not the road that you want to go, but yet you still love doing the passion that you have, that's okay too. But it's all about discovering that and and process. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you and such a lovely guest. And I'm really, really stoked to share who she is. So before that, I wanted to quickly give a shout out to, of course, our sponsor, which is Zencaster. So Zencaster is an amazing and powerful platform for you to record social audio content or even just audio content. You can use it for podcasts or even just your social media and you can record from around the world just like how I am right now. It doesn't have to be for podcasts or it can be for podcasts. It's totally up to you and how you want to showcase your voice and Zencaster is a platform to do so and you can use my code at Peggy Bree to get 40% off for three months and two weeks free at the beginning so definitely reach out to Zencaster for all your audio and social media needs and oh it's time to dive in let me know what you think about this episode and definitely follow us on instagram at blank room design or at peggy Bree to stay connected with me and to share your voice let me know what you think so be on that listen to this and talk to you soon bye Hey, welcome back to another episode of Branding Gems. I have an amazing, amazing guest today to share her top three tips on branding and business. So make sure you listen in, screenshot this, share it on your Instagram or Twitter for feedback. So the amazing guest that we have on today is Pollyanna Reed. Pollyanna Reed is a senior contributor at Forbes Women and the founder of The Writer's Block, a full-service celebrity ghostwriting agency. 
a purpose-driven entrepreneur with a storied career when she doesn't have a pen in her hand. You can find Pollyanna mentoring millennial women and delivering university guest lectures on entrepreneurship, fulfilling a passion to light up dull classroom curriculums with real-world experience. She is also a mental health advocate and public speaker widely known for using clever wit and candor to help young adults see beyond the limits of their circumstances. Pollyanna recently graduated from the Women's Leadership Program at Yale School of Management and is an active member of a chess club, has written two books, and loves to volunteer. Welcome to this podcast, Pollyanna. You are amazing. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Yes, this is so much fun. (laughs) So... Let's get right into it. What are your top three tips on branding and business? And let's start with number one. Top three tips on branding and business. I would say number one is to remain who you are. Um, it's, It's interesting. I think, you know, people want to see you evolve in your natural state, right? And so when I say that, what I mean is, I mean, I've been navigating social media and entrepreneurship for 10 years. And so naturally I'm, you know, I'm a woman, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend. I'm interested in travel. There's so many different sides to me. There's so many different sides to you as a listener. So don't be afraid to show people that you are a full person right? You don't have to be a one-trick pony. You don't have to just focus on your business, your service, or your product, right? You are someone who's in full bloom. And I think it's really, really important to um, to show people that, you know, you don't take yourself too seriously. You know what I mean? You work hard, but you also play hard too. Um, and I think that humanizes you in a big way. Mm-hmm. I love that you say remain who you are because to when you're on this entrepreneurship world and like road, it's so easy to, I guess, see what other people are doing and somehow be influenced in a way, but to remain who you are and sustain who you are throughout it all is so important. And it really goes to show how authentic you really are throughout this space. So I love that. Absolutely. And I think you'll also be pressured by the people who love you, parents, colleagues, friends, teachers, guidance counselors, etc., you know, you will be pressured to to pivot, right? Because they may not see your dream. And so when you anchor yourself in your own belief system, it makes it a lot easier to uh, stay the course. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. So when it comes to staying the course and remaining who you are throughout that, what would you say has been any stories that like made you think to pivot a certain way, but you just ended up just remaining who you are and what you believe in? Yeah. I mean, my journey as a writer is a great example of that. So I failed grade 11 and 12 English. I dropped out of college my second year. Um, Many of my teachers, my guidance counselors, my parents, you know, I had some friends, you know, everybody asked, mind you, this is back in like 2000. So I graduated high school 2005. I left school, I left college 2008. Back then, blogging was just emerging. It wasn't what it is today. Social media, you know, it was Facebook just emerged. Like we didn't yet. I don't think we had Instagram yet, but like everything was relatively new. So when 
I told people that I wanted to be a writer, it was so foreign because people didn't like people were questioning how I would make money, you know, what, you know, how, like it was just a big question mark. So I don't know. For me, I just like, I'm a big believer in following your gut and following your heart. I knew I wanted to be a writer and that dream evolved over time. I thought I was going to be a spoken word poet. Then I thought I was going to be a blogger. Then I thought I was going to be a novelist. Then I entered journalism and now I'm a celebrity ghostwriter. But like, I knew I just, I wanted to stay within the creative, you know, industry. Um, And everyone told me not to. And so I pushed past that. Um, And I think everyone's, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you don't have to listen to it. So I, you know, I stuck to my guns. And for me, I'm a big believer in following your intuition because I don't think it'll ever lead you astray. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And it's so true. I loved what you said about how like being a writer like remains the core. So even if there's so much evolution in this like digital landscape on ways to portray your writing skills or to um, write in different platforms, like at the end of it all, like you are your writer, you're sticking close to it. And there's so many avenues you could do. And I love the the route of a celebrity ghostwriting agency. Like that's the coolest thing. Like that's so awesome. <laughs> it's. I mean, it sounds pretty cool, but it's a lot of hard work behind the scenes. But um, I really, really love my team. I have nine women of color who, you know, who are at the agency. Um, and, you know, we're content ninjas. We're the best at what we do. And I think one of the reasons I stuck with writing is because I think the world is built by writers. You literally cannot have a single thing on this planet without a blueprint, without a, without a business plan, without words on a page to map it out. Mm-hmm. And so I take that very seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that it's, um, mm-hmm. it's something that anyone can just do, just pick up a pen. So, um, mm-hmm. I think that I have one of the most, uh, important professions in the world. <laughs> that's how I look at it, it. You do. Yeah, no, that's so good. And it's so true. Cause like, I guess with entrepreneurship, people are so wanting to just pick up a skill and then going for it. But if, if that's not really their core and what they really love to do and what they ha- like love to do from the beginning, it's hard to like maintain that skill and to uplevel your skill along the way, right? Like sure you can do that, but at you know, at the beginning and the end of it all, like if your core is that passion, it's going to always remain that passion and it's so true. I just don't think people stick to anything long enough to master it. And so for me, like you know, okay, what are we in uh, 2021? I've been writing since I've been writing since I was since as long as I could hold a pen, right? And I think, you know, I have some girlfriends, God bless them. But, you know, one day, they're a photographer, the next day, they babysit, the next day, they're a waitress, the next day, they're an astronaut, the next day, they're an engineer. And it's like, what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? Like stick to one thing and stay the course. And I'm not saying that you can't be multifaceted or multi-hyphenated, but you have to stick to, you have to like master one thing at a time. I have, I wear a lot of different hats. One thing about me, I don't throw another ball in the air. I don't juggle more balls until I've mastered what I have in my hand already. And so once I have rooted myself in that thing, and I'm known for that thing, and I've mastered that thing, then I transition into another skill. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And you truly become an expert in that field. And it's not even just 
like saying, oh, I'm an expert, like how, you know, that word can just be thrown around in the entrepreneurship world, right? But like you truly become a craft, um, the, like the master of your craft behind it all. And and it, it will always show because you have along the ways, like all this proof and the passion to showcase it. So it just, yeah, it really shows authenticity yeah. but behind it all. Yeah. So it's so good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so what is your tip number two in branding and business? Tip number two, um, not to overthink the process. So it's been very interesting because, again, I have to remind people, like, I'm mad young, but, like, I've been doing this for a long time. And so 10 years ago when I started – or over 10 years ago, I was 21 when I started my first company, I was so – sometimes when you're naive, it's, like, the best thing that can happen to you because you don't know any better. And so when I – first had my blog back in 2010-ish, it wasn't perfect. In fact, it was so hideous, but I was so proud of it. Like I didn't pressure myself to, I I didn't pressure myself to get into a space where it had to be perfect before I hit publish. Like I didn't really care. I just wanted to write. I just wanted to get my work and my art out there. So you know, it wasn't sparkly and it wasn't, it didn't have all the trimmings and all the ribbons. Um, like you see a lot of pretty sites do, right. You know, like, you know, I had, you know, because I, I mean, I mentor a lot of young people and I can, you know, we have these honest conversations and, you know, you can tell that, you know, people, you know, oh, my site's not ready yet. Or I don't have this. I don't have photos. I don't have it. And it's like you, a lot of people stuff, suffer from analysis paralysis. And so I don't know, I, that, that just was not me. Like if something was half done, I was still okay with putting it out because I know that my idea and my design would evolve. Right. And so I think that the people who have been following me for a very long time, they've seen me evolve. And I think that there's, you know, there's something that is, um, there's something that's beautiful about that process, right? Something that's beautiful about being, you know, uh, in organized chaos, you know? Um, so yeah, so I don't know. For me, I think the second thing would be let's just don't overthink the process. Let's try to get out of a, you know, analysis paralysis. So do that thing. So take that picture, hit publish, you know what I mean? Like go on that stage, you know, and just know that you're going to refine your skills in the process. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you mentioned like the evolution and the growth and people like seeing it for what it is and seeing it grow. Cause it's so true. Like everyone at the beginning are so scared of what people would think of the, of it, um, of it, what was produced at first, but then they, I think they will love it when they see it grow too. Like you're, it's not just you, but they also want to support and see it grow. So it's so nice to have that space and to remember that people are, you know, rooting for you that way too. Like, it's not like you have to put it out perfectly. So I love what, I love that. I totally agree. Yeah. And the thing is, once you get out of your head, you get out of your way, you get out of your own way and then, you know, the world opens up for you. Mm -hmm. It's so true because like I know that sometimes like um, especially in the beginning I heard this quote which was an awesome quote how if you're not getting paid to do something are you still going to be doing it like that's such a good question because it's like yeah like if your passion is there like does it like is that what the core is? Um, but I, I know that it's hard to hear because it's like if someone's not getting paid to do something that they love um, how is it going to be sustained like in their life. Um, 
and it's I guess a question to ask you too like when it comes to like the beginning when someone is at that beginning of stage of producing something and are so passionate about something and they're not making the means to sustain it how did how do you kind of navigate around that uh in the beginning well I mean I was a side hustler for 10 years so I was very patient with the process before I jumped into entrepreneurship full-time. So I just think that it's really, really important to chill the fuck out. Like you're not going to make money right away. Like when I mentor my, um, my, uh, my mentees and I give them advice and, you know, they literally just started their brand yesterday and they're already talking about making money. It's like you have to establish roots. You have to establish, you know, you have to establish yourself in the market. You know, I think that there's so many prerequisite steps before making an income. Mind you, it really, it also depends on what your goal is, right? Like if you're just making money just to make money, you just want to pay the bills. You just want to, you know, do whatever. I mean, your hat, your profit doesn't have to be tied to passion. You could be a waitress and make money. You can be a dog walker and make money. You could, you know, sell shit on eBay and make money, right? Like, but for me, I wanted to be a subject matter expert, right? I wanted to build a business, a profitable business. So, but it means that you actually have to be good. I think people forget that entrepreneurship requires you to be talented. It requires you to be a problem solver. It requires you to be a critical thinker. So if you just rush that process and the first thing you're thinking about is money and you look at all of your, you look at all of your relationships as if people are ATMs, Mm -hmm. then you've already got it backwards. That's so good. That is so good and so key. Like I hope that whoever's listening to that part of what you said, really take it in Um, because it is so important to be reminded of that, right? That what you said, profit doesn't have to tie to passion. Um, Of course, everyone in the world would love to be paid to do what they love like all the time. But sometimes like life happens and you have to make those means a different way, but it doesn't mean to stop your passion overall. So it's so good. Such a good reminder, especially when your passion is tied to purpose because it really keeps you going. So I love that. And what is your last and final tip in branding and business? Um, third and final tip. <laughs> um, third and final tip uh, will be around collaboration. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Because when I was in my early stages and I wasn't yet making a lot of money and I wasn't yet known for what I did, nobody, nobody knew my name, I met other business besties is what I like to call them, right? Other people who were also in their scrappy years, also just starting. And we hosted events together and we did things together to help build both our brands and get in front of both our audiences. So like, I think when I hear a lot of conversations, it's, a you know, I think a lot of people are set out to like, they want to reach out to Nike, or they want to reach out to like the top motivational speaker in the world, or they want to reach like, you know, what I mean? and it, there's nothing wrong with having those big dreams. But you can also, instead of just looking up, you can also look to your left and to your right, because there's mm. probably people in your peer group that you can also partner with too. 
Yeah, that's so good. Collaboration is key, especially like nowadays. For example, for a new that new social platform, Clubhouse, it's so new and so fresh. But you're able to find a new group of people to collaborate with, and you can do that through like finding a group of moderators that are around your community. And there are just so many ways that collaboration can be carried on through. The times of today are carried on in all these platforms, and it's so fun too to make it so fun. Exactly, exactly. So I definitely think, like, I mean, I have I can't tell you how many biz besties I have just from uh, Twitter, right, from Facebook, and you never know what can arise from a simple hello. So don't overthink that process either. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so good. I guess like how is collaboration, like when you're so long in the game, is collaboration still key later on too? Or is it more established at the beginning? Or is it is it just like along the way, as long as you meet the right people and you um, connect with them, that's what matters? Again, everything goes back to your objectives and your goals, right? Like it's not enough to just like, you don't want to collaborate with just anybody, But I think there's something to be said about like, do you guys share the same value system? You know what I mean? Like you, um, is there like, is there common areas of interest, right? Is this person, is this like, um, is the value, like, is it, can it be mutually exchanged, right? So like, you don't, like, just like you would shop for a therapist or a mentor or a friend, right? Like you have your, you know, there should be boxes that you want to check. So you just have to be, because remember, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors too, right? So you want to make sure that when you are partnering with somebody, that it's not just something that's transactional. It's something that you can build on long-term. Mm-hmm. To be carried on long-term. That's so true and so good. So what are your key tips on collaborating in general? Um, key tips on collaborating. Um, I mean, everything that I pretty much just said, I don't overthink the process for me. It's like a vibe. If I touch base with somebody, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a vibe. It's, you know, chemistry. It's, you know, do I like this person? Could they possibly be a, you know, a, a friend long-term? Um, and then honestly too, honestly, like I will say this, not everything will be long-term, right? Some people are in your life for a reason and a season, but um, I do, I do pride myself on, like, I'm really great on nurturing relationships. And so I have some, I have many, many beautiful friendships. So for me, like, that's, what's most important. Like, can we get along? Do I like you? And can we have fun together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And it's nice when you really have that genuine connection with people. Cause like, obviously in this huge entrepreneurship world in general, like there are going to be people that are not as like, are, are going to be disingenuine and who are going to have like the wrong um, intentions. So it's so important to learn how to stray away from that and, and, and to tell who is, you know, real and who is fake. So um, when it comes to like pointing people out or not pointing people out, when it comes to distinguishing the both, like what are the key tips of some of, of for people to uh, look out for, to stay away from people who don't have those uh, good intentions? I think people just need to listen to their intuition at the end of the day. I think that, you don't have to look outside of yourself for the answers. And so by listening to your intuition, you will get all the signs that you're looking for. So, I mean, I could say the obvious, you know, work ethic, 
you know, you obviously you want to do your due diligence and check their track record. You may want to ask a few people for testimonials, like, you know, people who have worked with this person before. Um, so yeah, like, you know, you don't want to get scammed, but I mean, you know, within the first few minutes of talking to somebody, whether or not this is someone that you want to continue working with. Yeah, that is so true. That's such a good reminder for everyone too, because I feel like as this digital landscape is growing and growing, and and there's less means to like um, ne- like network in person. Like there's going to be so much internet connections and internet friends. But at the end of it all, like if you're able to hop on a phone with them or even just talk to them, like you'll be able to tell based on your intuition if they're good people or not. So it's so important. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But it will change the game for you, right? And so collaborations are not just limited to uh, business partnerships. Collaborations also look like, you know, just having a tribe, a community. It also looks like mentorship. It looks like an advisor. It looks like, you know, being part of different clubs. Like, you know, I'm part of a chess club. I'm a part of um, mastermind groups. Just, you know, people that you can talk with and people who like, can share your experiences um, and can relate to you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's just, it's really so simple. Um, and, it, and it really tries true with, yeah, don't overthink the process of even collaboration. Like it's, it could be so simple, just how you take it and just enjoy, just to enjoy it. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So what what's happening next and and what's next for you? Um what's next for me? Honestly, like I'm just uh I mean the year just started, so I'm very excited, but I'm also in the process of getting very organized. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit late to the game, um, which I think is totally okay given the year that we had in 2020. So I'm in the process of getting yeah. organized. I'm just I'm excited for that. Um I have a mm-hmm. few big projects coming up. Um in February and beyond, um, but I'm just like soaking it all in, taking my time. I put up an Instagram yes. post the other day and I said, pretty much said to my tribe that, you know, I'm still trying to figure mm-hmm. my shit out. Um, and I think many mm-hmm. people are um, versus, you know, some people have it all together and, you know, like, I mean, but good for them. For me, I'm taking my time. I don't let the internet rush me by any means and um, exactly. I'm enjoying every minute of it. This is awesome. No, that's so important to take your time and not other people's um, idea of what your time looks like, right? So that is so important. <laughs> and where can people find you? Um, so I'm pretty much everywhere. My name is very uniquely spelled. So if you Google me, I'm on every platform and um, I'm very accessible. If you have any further questions or want to continue the conversation. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. This has been so fun. And you're so great. I appreciate it. <laughs> and yes, everyone, go go find Pollyanna Reed online. She's absolutely amazing. I remember hearing her the first, first time speaking and was just, just, I loved her. And it's so clear how genuine she is throughout it all. So I would say definitely reach out to her on anything mentoring or anything ghostwriting related. Just all the writing that you need go to her (laughs) awesome thank you so much awesome and let me sign off welcome to the end all in time even 
that we're gonna say goodbye soon. I, I just wanted to quickly say, please, please, please screenshot this and share it on your Instagram. Share it with your people. Let them know what you think. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. I wanna hear it all and of course I wanna hear the good, but I wanna hear you. I think that's what I want the most and I appreciate you. So thank you so much for just, just spreading the word about this podcast. I appreciate you for that and uh, last but not least Zencaster you're awesome they're awesome you can use my code at PeggyBree for 40% off for three weeks no for three months not three weeks three months guys and you get two weeks for free so you can use it to record all your content and that includes audio or video and you can use it to record from around the world they're a powerful platform to use for you to do so and you can definitely rely on them i use them they're awesome use my code at peggy brian and i'll keep you posted for next time